Hello friends, Tinker Golfman here, and welcome to another episode of Making the Cut. Uh, we're now in week two of the wraparound PGA Tour season, and uh, we just finished up the uh, Safeway Open out in Napa. Um, a lot of things happened this past weekend in golf. Um, we saw Kevin Tway take the win at the Safeway. Um, when I was initially watching some of this, it was kind of... I thought it was going to be a runaway with a couple of the guys, such as uh, Ryan Moore and Brent Snedeker. They were playing really well, uh, but we got into a playoff this past weekend with Ryan Moore, Brent Snedeker, and Kevin Tway, and uh, Kevin Tway winning it all um, in three holes during the playoffs. So hole number 18 played once, played twice, and then they went back to hole number 10, and we saw him birdie all three holes uh, to win. So pretty cool for Kevin Tway. Uh, been seeing him on uh, tour for quite some time now. And uh, great to see him with um, a win. And very excited for him. Um, so a lot of talk has been about the equipment that he played. Because Mizuno just introduced uh, their latest series of irons. With the, which is the uh, JPX Series 919. Um, we did see Kevin play him. We did see... Um, the JPX 919 Forged, which he played in a 3-4 to four iron. And then the uh, 919 Tour 5-9 to nine iron. So pretty cool to see um, Mizuno coming out with their latest product offering. And uh, we already have a win under the belt week one of the wraparound season. Um, one thing that I found very interesting was the JPX 919 um, three iron in a forge um, I don't believe is offered to the normal consumers um, I know that they do offer a tour version of the three iron um, but for Kevin obviously being a tour player he gets to uh, play some of the exclusive stuff that you know a lot of consumers don't get to play so congrats to Kevin Tway and um Congrats to Mizuno for putting um, some great product out and um, seeing their stuff succeed throughout, you know, the upcoming, you know, tour season. So very excited um, to see that all of that stuff is, uh, is coming to fruition for Mizuno. Um, what else? So again, we're going into the next week, uh, which is the CIMB Classic. Um, which we had Pat Perez win last year. And um, this is a TPC course that's played out in Kuala Lumpur. So interesting course. Um, we see Justin Thomas coming back this week right off of the uh, Ryder Cup. And formerly he had won this uh, tournament before uh, in 2015 and 16. And he's coming off a great um, previous year with two wins at the Honda in Florida and the Bridgestone Invitational. So we're seeing Justin come back. Hopefully he'll make a run um, coming into um, this week. So some key players that I have uh, on my uh, fantasy golf this week is uh, obviously Justin Thomas, obviously because he's won this tournament twice. Um, I have Ryan Moore on my on my. Uh, on my list this week, uh, coming from the playoff from last week or this previous week at um, Safeway. 
Um, who else do I have? I also have coming in with uh, Kiridek Appy Barnrat. So he just recently got uh, full status on the PGA Tour. Last season, he played 13 events, made 10 cuts. So if you don't know this guy, um, big Asian cat, played in the Masters, and uh, he's been playing really well. So I have him on my list this week to do very well. And also have my dark horse for this week. Uh, Wee Kim, um, he made the cut this past weekend at Safeway, tied for 33rd, been playing uh, well for the last couple of weeks, and uh, if you guys recall, I forget which tournament, but he had that that photo with Tiger, and he was super excited to, to see him and finally meet one of his golf idols, so um, very, very intrigued to see what uh, Wee Kim can offer this week at the CIMB, so... So those are some of the kind of uh, key guys I'm going with for this week's fantasy. Um, what else is happening uh, this week? We got the season two of Wilson's uh, show, which is Driver versus Driver. So I got a chance to watch a lot of it from season one. I didn't really like the show too much, to be quite honest, just because it was like you were seeing contestants bring different designs um, into, you know, the golf world. And, you know, some of these people have um, golf backgrounds. Some people have engineering backgrounds. Some people have design backgrounds. So it's a, an array of people that they bring in. But I think it's cool. Um, although the, the, the crazy part about the show is, you know, the, the, the designs that they put to create a driver or the engineering, whatever it may be. Um, could potentially go to market at the end of the uh, the show. So um, season one had a $500,000 grand prize. And if you guys recall, that was um, the Triton driver. So the, the Triton driver, cool design, cool concept. I got to hit it when they, when they introduced it out to market. And uh, I don't know, it, it sounded very weird. Um, and um, one of the key technologies is they had a sole plate uh, with a waiting system, um, but right after they put it to market, the crazy part was the club was non-conforming. Um, so they had to come back and and you know tell everybody that did buy the driver um, <clears throat> already to uh, basically order um, this new plate that was conforming to be able to play if you were playing it in tournaments and whatnot. <clears throat> Excuse me, but. They're in season two. Um, it just started a couple weeks ago. Um, and a whole new cast of judges. Um, some that you've seen. Melanie Collins, who's a sports reporter for college and... Uh, or college football and college basketball games. So seen her. You've probably seen her on TV. Um, Jeremy Roenick, a former NHL star. Um, and a cool um, judge they got on there is Rick Shields. Um, somebody that you guys, if you guys follow a lot of golf, you guys have probably seen him on YouTube. He's a teaching pro and um, is a big YouTube um, person that does a lot of whole bunch of club reviews about all the latest and greatest stuff that's out there. So interesting cast of judges and um, people, just to name a few, um, and, and kind of give their take on you know what a driver should be uh, for the market. Um, 
I am out here from uh, Long Beach, California, so I do got to give a shout out to uh, one of the former contestants from season one who made it back to season two. Uh, I think it's Jimmy Huynh. Um, So he competed in season one, is back in season two. And I got to see a little cut from um, the last episode, but his driver didn't look too amazing for um some of the judges and i think rick shields even commented and he wasn't too impressed about it because the way that the uh the slots on the driver um didn't really in his eyes um create a benefit to the golfer and why certain things were um cut away in different angles the wrong way so i don't know but regardless big shout out to my guy jimmy uh hopefully he gets all that sorted out and uh, takes the win just because I'm rooting for the guy from my city out here in Long Beach. So shout out to him, um, Wilson, Driver versus Driver versus Driver season two is currently uh, showing on the Golf Channel, and I think I believe they're on episode three already um, this week or something like that. But um, very interested to see what new driver comes out from Wilson, and and hopefully the the, the new competitor wins and. Uh, brings a great driver to the market because I can't wait to see it and, and, and hit it. But from season one, wasn't too impressed. Hopefully season two brings in um, some better stuff. Still keeping um, on the news of equipment, um, going back to Kevin Tway's win at the Safeway. Again, Mizuno, uh, again, recently introduced the latest series of irons, which, which is the uh, golf I'm sorry, the JPX 919. So if you guys are familiar with Mizuno, um, they've had a great run with the MP series, and now they're making a big run with the JPX series. Um, they're really known for making the great, you know, feeling for the irons. And um, I was luckily, luckily enough to win a set of these irons um, via My Golf Spy. Um, so shout out to my golf spy Adam and his team out um, in my golf spy uh, selected me and got me um, the win on the contest that they were doing with a giveaway for for the uh, 919 irons. So the last series, which was the JPX 900, uh, which was um, formerly won by Brooks Kepka, won uh, two majors with him. So. It was interesting to see what they were going to come out with or Mizuno was going to come out with because of such a great winning iron already in the 900 series. And, you know, how do you beat that and how do you come out with something more, you know, with new technology, new technology, new innovations. And and I believe the 919 delivers. I mean, we already saw week one Kevin Tway win um, with them. So Mizuno has three offerings in the series for the 919. Uh, they're calling it the... Uh, 919 Hot Metal, 919 Forged, and the 919 Tour. So um, I'm going to have a video on this on my YouTube to kind of give you guys a look at what the irons look like. But you guys have probably seen this everywhere already and everybody kind of talking about this. Um, the Hot Metal is going to be kind of more catered for the high handicapper. It's a little bit bigger in terms of overall mass in the, in the uh, iron head. And it includes um, a, um, a material that they call uh, uh, chromoloy. Chromoloy, can't really say it. I don't know how they say it, but it's a chromoloy 4140M material. 
which is supposed to give you more forgiveness. Um, there's a lot of heel cutaway, so they've taken a lot of that material out of the heel. And when they take the material out, they, put, you know, typically move that that material back somewhere else. So they put um, a lot more on the toe, and they save the weight on the heel area, and to make that club a little bit more bendable um, and easier for you to hit to get high ball speed and really great contact. Very forgiving club to hit. Um, I had an opportunity to hit these when they uh, were introduced to the market, and it's a great, great, great iron for. Um, you know, high to to mid handicap golfers. I mean, I even think that this, um, the hot metal would be a great driving iron if you, you know, use them in the lower irons and potentially put, um, you know, a graphite shaft in there. Regardless, um, hot metal is their high handicap offering. And then they go into the uh, forged, which we see is kind of more for the all over player. I mean, it could be from a high handicapper to a low handicapper, but um, less mass compared to the hot metal, uh, lower and deeper center of gravity. And they're doing something called a back milled, uh, back milled face. So, which basically means um, that they've taken away or kind of, you know, removed a lot of the, the material in the, sole area which you can't really see on the in the club so you wouldn't be able to see it but they've they've kept it hollow right above the sole to give that that great feeling um iron but still give you the performance that you need so pretty unique technology that they're using again it's called back milled face if you guys go on youtube and um take a look at the mizuno um youtube and take a look at how that kind of cuts away interesting stuff that's happening for the forged um series of clubs and then their last offering which is the tour um 919 is their full blade offering so you know when we think of blades obviously it's going to be for your you know better 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 uh players because if you miss hit these things um you know you're not going to get the result that you want from the club um so in my opinion, I took a look at them and they're not as butter knife, like paper thin blade as a lot of blades are in the market. So it still gives you, you know, a great feel to be inspired to hit the golf ball, you know, really well. It's not that super paper thin um, blade that, that, that you commonly see. So um, really great to see this um this iron out again it's the 919 tour um they have a technology technology called grain flow forged um which basically means they from a single billet of 102 uh 1025e material uh carbon steel they've found a way to just you know give you that great feeling you know forged uh blade so again this is going to be for the uh low handicap golfer and um what mizuno kind of is kind of pitching is you can kind of mix these clubs around so you know you could do a hot metal a forge and a tour series so maybe like a you know four five in a hot metal um six seven in a forge and then the rest of them tours or you could just go forge and tour uh, or you can go, you know, either way, you can go tour to hot metal. 
So basically this setup of, of club, um, you can kind of mix and match. It's just a combo set of different offerings for for um, different golfers. And I think um, the 919 hits it uh, right on the money. Like, you know, their quote is, you know, nothing hits like a Mizuno or nothing feels like a Mizuno iron. I mean, Mizuno has been making great clubs for the longest. So um, all three I've hit in the market. Again, thanks to uh, my golf spy for choosing me. Uh, to be the contestant winner and um i'm waiting for mizuno to send me these clubs so i can get them out put them in play and uh and and, and hopefully see some scores lower but love all the clubs love all the clubs uh in the 919 series so if you guys haven't already checked them out definitely take a look um talking into a lot about equipment let's make a switch out to apparel um apparel highlight this week is kevin tway's uh polo uh, which is the nike golf zonal cooling polo um he had on a camo version which i think nike's had out for um a couple variations now um the key technology in this polo is that it has extra ventilation in areas that you may potentially heat up in the body so um you know if you're playing hot condition and you just need you know you don't want that super thick you know like a pick polo that's gonna you know gonna sweat in and you're not gonna get any ventilation um nike has developed areas in the polo so that um you'll cool down a little bit quicker and obviously it's a dry fit uh polo so it's gonna um pick up your sweat pretty quickly um 75 bucks but that's on nike.com i'm pretty sure if you wait a couple weeks probably going to see this polo drop either on the website or even in your golf stores but regardless that's this week's um highlight for golf apparel um i played golf this weekend in orange county at mile square out here in fountain valley california it's about 50 bucks to walk um great golf course they have two out there two full length golf courses they're pretty long to walk actually i think they're over 7,000 from Blues um, on both courses. So um, if you're ever in the Fountain Valley or Orange County area, a good place to play is Miles Square. Um, they have a course called Players, and then the other one is... I forget what the other course is called, but they have two courses out there. Um, easy to walk, um, and I played it with a couple of golf buddies just because this weekend a lot of the golf courses around um, the greater Long Beach area where I'm from is um, getting airified or airification punched and didn't want to waste my money on golf courses that were going to have messed up greens. So um, if you guys have any other golf courses that you guys recommend around California, please uh, reach out to me on social media. I definitely love to play them. And last but not least, um, cigar that I just smoked and picked up recently is the Monte Cristo Nicaragua series. So it's a new cigar recently introduced earlier this year at IC, IPCPR trade show in Las Vegas, a cigar trade show. Um, it's a collaboration between um, Altidus USA and AJ Fernandez. And uh, it's an all Nicaraguan cigar. So from the wrapper, the binder, and the filler, 
it is a full Nicaraguan cigar. So just pick this up. Beautiful smoke, um, medium to full body, not a complete full body cigar in my opinion. It's not killing you, but again, it's a step up, a step up um, from that mild mellow taste. So it just gives you just a tad kick, but um, I was able to pick a couple up and um, can't wait to put them uh, you know, on the course and enjoy my golf round. Um, so again, uh, Monte Cristo Nicaragua series, uh, beautiful smoke. And, um, yeah, that concludes this episode of my podcast. And again, if you guys have any, um, anything that you guys want me to talk about in the, uh, major golf world, please reach out to me on social media, uh, Tinker Golf Man, at Tinker Golf Man. And, uh, hopefully I'll see you guys on the course. Thank you.